0: Welcome to the seven figure box show. My name is Andrew Frezza and today I'm getting a chance to shoot from our gym CrossFit Palm Beach It is the day after Christmas. Still got the lights up behind me um, If you guys are watching the video version, you can see the main floor of our south gym right behind me We are also set up for the next day of classes as we always do. We always stage the gym for the next day um, But if you guys are listening to the video version, I'm gonna be talking today to you guys about seven tips for faster learning Okay, so as we're wrapping up 2019, we're moving into 2020, a lot of people have goals to create content or co- to consume content. Um, or a lot of people I've seen in other... Uh you know the gym industry and the mentors out there are sharing some of their top 10 top five books from the past year so i might do that at some point i might not but i wanted to just touch on how to learn better i think it's something that's not talked about enough is how to learn how to consume information and how to actually apply that information in a useful way into your business into your relationships into your personal life because really consuming that information doesn't help us at all we have to apply it for it to make a difference in our lives. And I've seen this pattern, I saw a similar pattern with nutrition when I first found paleo 10 years ago. Um, I, I love paleo, I love this idea of just kind of stripping away all the, the marketing behind nutrition and all the fad diets and all these things like that. And just, it was a simpler approach to nutrition. And I think over the years, paleo got made to be low carb or gluten free. And then there's a lot of the, the paleo processed foods that come out there that are paleo approved and just got away from that key message. And I think that learning has kind of made its way into the mainstream or a growth mindset has kind of made its way into the mainstream and a lot of people are consuming information for the sake of consuming information to to check the box and to say they've read a certain book as opposed to actually looking at the fact of does this apply to my life or not. So that's my tip number one, is to, to kind of begin with the end in mind with whatever book you're gonna read or whatever podcast you're gonna listen to, whatever course you're gonna take, is begin with the end in mind. What problem are you actually trying to solve? What is the, the burning thing that that's you're facing daily or weekly in your business or your personal life that you're trying to solve? So next time you pick up a book, I want you to ask yourself, how am I going to implement this? How can I teach this to other people? So as you're reading through that book, start to think about those key lessons that are resonating with you. And then think about how can you start to teach this to other people. Maybe you're an owner of a gym, you wanna teach it to your coaches. Uh, Maybe it's a relationship book and you wanna teach it to your wife or a parenting book and you wanna start implementing with your kids. But start to think about how you're gonna implement it or how you're going to teach it to others. And then think about it from the standpoint of if I was to get tested on this information, how much of this information would I be able to regurgitate and put in my own words and really feel like I have a true grasp of if I were to have to kind of put back into the opposite direction. My number two tip for learning is don't be afraid to discard a book or an audiobook or a podcast even if you haven't finished it. There is so much really good information out there. There is an, an endless amount of books. I mean, the number of books that were published today is probably more than you can consume in a lifetime, and that's in a single day. So. You know, if you find a resource that isn't connecting with you, you know, give it, give it some time. If it's a podcast, give it 10, 15 minutes. If it's a book, give it an hour or two, depending on how long that book is. But give it a little bit of time. You don't have to go too far into it. Um, but once you kind of have a grasp of the author's style, how he delivers information, um, what that information is all about, what is the key message of that book don't be afraid to move on to another book. Actually sometimes, even if I really love a book, some books just become repetitive. They give you the key storyline and the book just becomes about multiple stories that reinforce that. So if you're reading a book and either A, you don't like the book, it's not connecting with you, feel free to move along to the next one. There's probably a book written on that topic that is gonna connect with you, that is going to be an easy read for you. So move on to that next book. And then B is even if a book is connecting with you, don't be afraid to stop it midway and potentially not read the rest of it or stop it midway to implement something or to take a note or to do an exercise or whatever you need to do to actually implement that into your life. Don't be afraid to um, stop a good book when when it's going good or to quit a bad book when you no longer feel like it's gonna deliver value that you were looking for. And my third tip is along the same lines, and I heard Ben Bergeron share this tip, and this is something that I've been doing for a while, but uh, he kind of put it in words for me, which is don't be afraid to buy the next book, even if you haven't finished the books you currently have in stock. So I've bought physical books over the years, I bought audio books over the years, Kindle books over the years that I've never read. I have books that have been sitting in my library for years, some that i still want to get around to reading and then some that i've just kind of given up on reading because you know in the moment that i bought them i was excited to read them and then as time passed either i found another resource that answered that problem for me um, or just you know for one reason or another life took me away from wanting to learn more about that topic so what i say is whenever you have a book that you want to buy you want to buy it on the spot buy that audiobook uh, buy that Kindle book. It's cheap enough that it's a small investment in yourself that if you do end up turning that corner and reading that book and listening to that book, you know that idea that you can get in that book can be so powerful. So always pull the trigger when there's something that really entices you that you wanna buy. But then once you do buy it, don't hold yourself hostage. Don't be afraid to buy the next book because you have two or three books on the shelf that you haven't read yet. So um, always invest in that next book. and and don't be afraid to do that even if you have a ton of books on your shelf or in your uh, technology libraries that are just sitting there unread or unlistened to. The fourth tip I want to share is one that Tim Ferriss made popular in his book The 4-Hour Workweek that a lot of you guys probably forgot about even if you have read The 4-Hour Workweek, but he calls it this concept of just-in-time information versus just-in-case information. And there's a lot of people reading out there, consuming information with this just-in-case mindset. I might need this information someday down the road, or you know, I'm gonna plan to be a parent in five years, I'm gonna start reading a parenting book right now. But what we really wanna do is we wanna be reading for just-in-time information. We all have enough problems and obstacles and things that we're trying to improve at in our life today that we don't need to be reading and learning about random subjects that, don't, that aren't pressing in our lives. We have enough of those pressing issues. So we should be learning how to tackle those things and using books as a resource to be able to tackle those things. You know, and there's a book out there for almost everything, you know, even the stuff that isn't tangible. If you're having issues with, you know, emotional stuff or uh, happiness or things like that, you can read about it and learn about it and, and learn tactics and skills to improve in those areas. So any skill can be learned out there, and if you're gonna focus your time on something, focus it on the most pressing issues of your life, because not only is that gonna make you live a more happier, productive, and more fulfilling life, because you're attacking those weaknesses in your life, but you're gonna learn a lot faster, because you're gonna wanna take that information in and turn it around into action immediately you're not just taking that information to sit on it you're taking that information because you're trying to create solutions in your life so an example for me is um, we have now two young kids at home but when we had our first baby cooper um, when he was about three months old he was really struggling with sleep and I was in that mindset of like, I need to get sleep, like I'm dying, not getting enough sleep each night, and it was really, really hard. So in that moment, reading a parenting book seemed like the thing to do. So I got a book called 12 Hours in 12 Weeks. It was the first parenting book that I read, and it was mostly around sleep and creating habits and creating a ritual um, with the baby. And... I read that book in about 48 hours because I was dying to get sleep in that moment. So think about those books that you just fly through because you have a pressing issue in your life or they're just so well written that you just can't help but stop reading those. And there's enough of those books or there's enough of those problems in your life that you can just stay in that lane. You don't have to get too extraneous into that just-in-case information or learning about stuff that isn't immediately applicable to your life. So my next key tip for you guys is to leverage technology to your advantage and there's three key pieces of technology that I want to share with you that I use on a regular basis. So number one is the Apple AirPods. Um, I did not think that I would love these. I thought I would lose these honestly um, within a a few days or a few weeks of having them, but um, I've had them for a while. I haven't lost them and they are incredible. It's really easy to pop in the AirPods and still do a workout or still do some mobility work and not have the cords tangled up. Um, You could have your phone in a different area of the room and still have your AirPods on and be listening to an audio book or listening to a podcast as you're doing something else. So I love that. It's been especially helpful for me. Our youngest is now three months old. So we're getting up in the middle of the night a lot and many times I'm popping in my AirPods and listening to a podcast or a YouTube video while um, taking care of the baby at night. So that I love, super convenient and well worth it, which is something that I was actually, actually highly skeptical of um, when I first saw them come out. Number two is a Kindle, okay? Kindle is great, great resource for having um, books on the go, not having to carry around a ton of books. Um, awesome for being able to highlight books as well. So I love the Kindle for being able to Highlight books and then revisit those highlights in a format that um, almost becomes like a Cliff's Notes for that book that you just loved, and it's something that you can uh, email those those uh, PDFs to yourself, those Cliff's Notes to yourself. You can print them, and it becomes almost like a mini book that you can revisit over the years. And number three is Bluetooth. Get your Bluetooth set up in your car if you have that option to be able to have your audiobooks and podcasts start up immediately whenever you get in your car. Um, if you have a drive like mine that is super short, if they don't start up right away, your drive's almost done. So you got to get that quick transition. You don't want, you know, those, those talk radios or other things to come on that might entice you away from um, this classroom that you have on wheels. So get the Bluetooth set up where your books and your audiobooks just start up right away whenever you get in your car. And that time is going to be used wisely. We all spend a lot of time on our cars. Even if we don't realize it, so use that time wisely to learn and take in information. So, my next tip is if you have all these different technologies, don't be afraid to buy a book in all three of those formats. So, you have the audiobook version, you have the print book version, and you have that Kindle book version. And for some books, I'll buy two of those three for books that i really really love that i feel like i need that print version to be able to mark up and look at charts and things like that i'll even buy all three versions of the book i'll buy the print version i'll buy the kindle version and i'll buy the audiobook version and it seems like a waste of money it seems like a big investment but if you guys think about all the courses out there you think about seminars that you might go to um, and you look at the cost for some of those things or you just look at you know the roi that you might get out of a really really good book that becomes an ongoing resource for you. You know, if you buy all three versions, you might be spending 50 to 60 bucks, about you know, 15 to $20 per version of, of each of those different types of the book. But if you can implement one or two really good ideas from that book, it's gonna have more than 50 to $60 worth of value in your life. So I like to think of it more like a, a, a college course or something where I wanna try to get as much of this information as I possibly can You know I want to be thinking about it like as if I was going to be tested on it because in life you are going to be tested on this information if if you can use this information really really well in your life it's going to have more value than um, you would ever be able to do to be able to regurgitate that on a test so the stakes are high to know that information really well and I think it's a small cost to have all three of those versions. So, you know, just to kind of summarize what I use those different versions for, the audiobook is great for convenience. It's great for any you're in the car, anytime you're working out. You can do two activities at once with that audiobook, which is what I love. The Kindle version is great for those highlights, and it's great for having a summarized version of all the things that you love that you can revisit for years to come. So typically when I finish a book, if it's a book that I really love, I'll immediately reread all my notes, all my highlights from that book, And then I'll try to reread those highlights again one or two times within the next 6 to 12 months. And if I really love that book, I'll revisit it a couple times a year if it's just something that always pops into my mind and I feel like I need to revisit those concepts. Um, And then you have the print version, which is great for books that have a little bit more uh, content in them in terms of like checklists and charts and things that are very visual, that you want to see those things. Um, and be able to mark them up and to be able to take notes in that book. So any book that might be a little bit more in the weeds like that, or that has like checklists and charts, definitely buy that print version so you guys can mark those up and treat them like a workbook. And my final tip for you guys is if a book does have those exercises in them, you know, usually they're at the end of a chapter or at the end of the book, follow through and actually do those exercises even if it seems insignificant even if it's like just a journaling exercise and it's not really what you wanted the book for exactly follow through and do it okay we not we want to be thinking about all these books not just as a way of consuming information or implementing information but of mastering information okay and these are textbooks or workbooks that we can really use to change our lives so take that next step and follow through and do the exercises take that action and those concepts are going to stick way deeper. So those are my big tips for you guys on how to approach learning and how to approach consuming information in today's world. And one thing that I want to share with you guys, kind of an experience that I had this past year was, you know, I've been really big into learning for most of my life. It's probably the, the skill that my dad passed along to my brother and I that I'm, I'm most excited about, most grateful for, is the love of learning and pushing us to always learn new stuff, but over the past year, um, we had to hire a couple new coaches. I was having to coach a lot of classes, and I did not have a lot of extra time in my schedule, so I kind of set my set the blinders on for a time being and said, okay, I'm going to stop consuming information. I'm not going to be taking in a lot of podcasts. I got rid of a lot of my social media stuff and really just focused on taking action, on doing rather than consuming information. and I think that I learned a lot from that experience. Number one was, I think it was great for me in that time and the fact that I had consumed so much information up until that point that it was time for me to do and just take action. But number two, I also realized that learning's just more, more than just about consuming the information. So, you know, I I wanna caution you guys about just consuming, but one of the things that I realized is now my goal is to consume something every day, some little tidbit But it's not for the sake of just absorbing that information or just saying that i i listen to a podcast or an audiobook every day and checking the box it's because that i find that it puts me in a better state for that day if i can surround myself with really smart people and really uh, smart ideas or innovative ideas it really starts to open that creative box for myself puts me in a better mindset and i'm able to attack the day better so one of my goals moving forward is to consume quality content every day, even if it's for a few minutes. And the most, for the most part, I want it to be just for a few minutes because I want it to be just enough to kind of change my mindset for the day and, and kick me off into a better mindset to take on my day. So I'm approaching it more from the standpoint of surrounding myself with the best people in the world. And I kind of look at it as like, you know, you're the product of the five people you spend the most with and consuming really good resources is an easy way for me to surround myself with great people, but I'm not trying to take up so much time that I'm focusing more on consuming information rather than creating and taking action. So hopefully you found this useful as you guys are wrapping up 2019 and heading into 2020. If you're someone that isn't taking in a lot of books, you're not taking in at least, I would say one book a month, then I think your goal needs to be more. You need to start consuming more, but within these parameters, start to consume with still the mindset of wanting to implement those ideas. If you're someone who's easily already covering about two books a month you know, or more, you're already getting about 25 books in a year, I'd really love to see you make it your goal in 2020 to actually consume less information, less books, less podcasts, uh, less courses, things like that, but to implement more, okay? Use these lessons that I'm sharing here in today's show to implement more, take more action, because I think that's gonna make the biggest difference for you in 2020 and beyond. Whoa.